It's time for Manly Whispers, baby. Go ahead and break you off a little some of that. Another episode of Manly Whispers, your favorite low-budget podcast. I'm your boy Mike. This is a solo episode this time around. Uh, didn't really ask the boys if they wanted to record. Um, our schedules have been kind of fucked up, but I don't care. Daddy's here. Daddy's got his coffee. Daddy's got a few things to talk about. I don't know if we got 45 minutes, but we're going to go for it, man. We're shooting for the moon dude so how y'all been you know like i hope you've been good hope you're taking care of your family hope you're taking care of your priorities you know what i mean um you got a car that's acting up i hope you're fucking taking it to the shop i hope you got money put back because everything's expensive now shit chicken there's a shortage on chicken apparently what the fuck else is new, man? Like, some every fucking week, dude. The CDC comes out with something, then the fucking people freak out, and then, I don't know, they're talking about inflation. I don't fucking care about inflation, dude. Like, what the hell? Hold on. Alright, we're back at it, sorry. Got some background noise going on. A little editing project. You know how we do. But, um, yeah, Super Bowl happened a fucking week or two ago. I don't know. We're supposed to be a sports podcast, but we ain't keeping y'all up to date. And I don't, I don't know, man. Like, there's so much shit going on. It's hard having a podcast, but it's also easy at the same time. It's fucking weird. There's there's not a lot of shit to talk about some days, and other days there's too fucking much to talk about. <sighs> yeah, that's good coffee. Um, let's see. I guess we'll talk about the Super Bowl. I mean, I didn't watch the Super Bowl all the way through because, like most working class men in America, I had to work. Hold on. My cat wants in here. Would you shut your ass up? We're recording. What do you want? You gonna come in here and chill or you gonna be a little dickhead? You start fucking around, you're going right outside. You little shit. I love this cat. But this cat's a fucking asshole. He biting my feet. Eating all the fucking plants up and shit. And he acts like he's entitled to sit in the damn window. Like anytime the window opens, he's like, that's mine. Bye, excuse me. Excuse me. Get the fuck out the way. And now he just standing in front of the blinds because I didn't open the blinds for him. Look at this little fucker. You're a shit. You little spoiled ass. I love this cat though. Not even gonna lie. That's my fucking boy. 
Ain't daddy boy. The prettiest fucking cat. Beautiful green eyes. But goddamn, he can flip that switch. You know what I'm saying? He flips that switch so fucking quick. Go from petting and purring to fucking biting and scratching and clawing and fucking acting like a damn asshole. But it's all good. Back to the Super Bowl. Um, I don't even remember what the fucking score was. Because I didn't even fucking watch the shit. I watched it. I was at work. I ain't gonna front. I watched it here and there. You know what I mean? I watched the final minutes. Barely saw the halftime show. Halftime show was dope. I don't think it was as dope as everybody is hyping it up to be. Kendrick fucking went off. Eminem, it was cool to see him up there. Um, Dr. Dre. Goddamn, Dr. Dre. I mean, you still got it. But you and Snoop up there, I, I don't know. Snoop Snoop doesn't age to me in my mind. Like he's always looked like he's fucking sixty seven years old or some shit. But the man is a fucking OG. He's a fucking killer. Um, Dr. Dre getting up there playing the piano with the tribute to Tupac. That was heartfelt. I like that. Um, I feel like next year we should just have all hologram. Super Bowl halftime show. Just get Tupac out there. Give me Biggie. Give me fucking Mac Miller. Give me Kurt Cobain. You know what I mean? That shit would be dope as hell. But we'll never, we'll never experience something like that. Maybe, maybe we'll have like a virtual reality Super Bowl halftime show in the fucking whatever the fuck metaverse. Like, <laughs> could you imagine? I most certainly could. I mean, I'm not planning on getting in this whole metaverse shit. I mean, hold on. Before I get off on a tangent about the fucking metaverse, if I even want to delve into that, because I don't know too much about it. I just know shit looks corny as hell. Um, Aaron Donald is a fucking grown-ass man. The dude's only like six foot tall, 280 pounds of pure fucking... Beef cut muscle boy. This dude is fucking jacked. He took his shirt off at the fucking parade like, holy shit. I want those tits, man. I don't have tits. I got nothing. I'm just flat chested over here like a fucking 10 year old girl. Better yet, a 10 year old boy. I got no muscle over here. I mean, I think I do. Sometimes I look in the mirror, I'm like, oh shit, we poking out. But most of the time, I, I'm i not too impressed with myself. But I have been going to jujitsu class. Like, I'm going to get there. I'll see you. I'll meet you at 280, Aaron Donald. Nah, I ain't never. If I got up to 280, I would be a fucking muscle hamster, dude. I'd just be a fucking ball of fucking rock hard muscle. And I wouldn't be able to turn my neck. But I like being able to turn my neck. So, that's out of the question. I can maybe get up to 200. I think I could. But I'd be so miserable, dude. You know how much food you have to eat when you're a natural 145 to get up to 200 pounds? Holy shit. Like, 145 
is where I hover at constantly. And the only reason I would even want to gain weight is just so I wouldn't have to compete in jiu-jitsu at 145. Because everybody and their mom knows that class, that weight class, ain't no joke. There's some fucking killers in there. Whether they're white belts, blue belts, it don't fucking matter. 145, these motherfuckers are quick and squirrely. But I'm also quick and squirrely. So bring it on. But back to the Super Bowl. I mean, we all know the Rams won. Um, They did it in kind of that clutch, clutch way, you know. Aaron Donald making the final pressure to get him to throw the inter the not the interception but the incompletion and the fucking running back from San Fran just not San Fran what the fuck am I saying the Bengals Samaj Pirine I believe it was um just not reaching out for the ball like Die for that motherfucker. You only need a yard to keep this Super Bowl alive. What are you doing, man? I realize it was just a flashbang play and like it all happened in about three or four seconds, but you got to be hyper focused in those situations. I've never been in a Super Bowl before, so who am I? You know, take that with a grain of salt. Don't fucking come at me on social media or anything talking about you don't know what the fuck you talking about you never played football before i mean i'm a fucking spectator i love football what the fuck is this cat doing what are you doing what's going on huh sorry y'all i got a wild cat on my hands he's a dad's boy he don't i mean he loves his mom he chase her around and shit but he shows me the real love. I'm talking like the snuggles, the cuddles, the fucking purring. I don't know. He does sleep with his mom a lot. And yeah, we are those people where we're mom and dad to our cat. You know? Who's not like that? Who's just like, that's just a dog. That's just a cat. That don't matter. Those are terrible people that I never want to be associated with. That's what that is. Let me sip my coffee real quick, so. Oh, that's good shit. Ooh, you ever sip a cup of coffee and your eyes water a little bit? Oh, that's the Holy Spirit coming out a little bit, you know. It's good coffee so good. It just shoots all that bad out of your body. But, yeah. I mean, Cooper Cup, though. That white boy, he, he's he got hands, man. And not so much hands as he's got feet. The footwork. If you want to be a fucking legitimate wide receiver in the NFL, your route running has to be top tier. You got to be able to get open with no speed whatsoever. With just like all Cooper Cup has, I feel like, is a quick first step. He's got quick feet. Overall, his change of direction is great. His agility is great. And his hands, I mean, he catches the ball if it hits his hands. That's all you need in a receiver. You don't need all this flashiness. You don't need huge amounts of speed. Like, you don't need to be Sonic out there. You don't need to have hands like OBJ. 
Even though OBJ went down during the Super Bowl, that was pretty crazy. You know? And this man was crying when he got that ring. And I would have been too. I'm surprised Matthew Stafford wasn't crying, goddammit. Like, this man spent 10 plus years in Detroit. One of the worst fucking organizations to play for. And he toughed it out. He had Megatron one year. He had Golden Tate another year. Like, he went through a plethora of running backs, offensive linemen, like, horrible defenses. I mean, they had Ndamukong Sue at one point. Ndamukong? Ndamukong? I don't fucking know. I wouldn't say it to his face, though. I'd be like, shit, Mr. Sue. Like, I'm not fucking up that man's name in front of him. We saw him stomp on people before. Like, I'm not fucking with that. Um, other than that, I mean, UFC, like, did have y'all been paying attention? Because some of these fights have been absolutely fucking bonkers, dude. Let's see if I can find a few to talk about. I mean, I know Derek Lewis tied to Avasa. That was, I think, right before the Super Bowl, or maybe directly after. God damn that fight, man. And we've had, like, Nganu versus Gone that we haven't talked about. We got the Hermanson Strickland fight was so fucking boring, dude. So boring. And Strickland was just piecing him up pretty much the whole fucking time. I mean, Adesanya versus Whitaker. Adesanya won by decision, but I wouldn't have been mad if they gave either one of them the split decision win, but the unanimous decision just kind of threw me off a little bit. I mean, I had Adesanya winning three out of five rounds. I would have gave Whitaker two, and one of those rounds would have just been a wash. So I would have had it as a split for Izzy. I know he was attacking that lead leg. Um, Didn't really see anything go down. I mean, Robert Whitaker was taking him down, but he wasn't keeping him down. And that's key in looking like you're dominating the fight. You have to be able to keep that person on their back or just on the ground in general with you in an advantage position. Advantageous position? I don't know. I'm not trying to use a lot of big words. Our fan base, we know who you are. We know who you are. You know? And I know for a fact Y'all ain't saying advantageous at any point in your fucking day. I don't know. You might. You might. You might be a legit motherfucker. But let's talk about Derek Lewis tied to Avasa for a second. Because them men were doing what we wanted them to do. Like Adesanya, Whitaker. That was like. That was like the cigarette after you fuck. Tied to Avasa, Derek Lewis. That was the fucking, you know what I mean? Like, Izzy Whitaker, that was like taking a shower. But Derek Lewis tied to Avasa, that was getting dirty. That shit was fun to watch, dude. I mean, Ty knocked him out with a fucking elbow while they were exchanging. Like, these motherfuckers were going hard. At a certain point, I thought Derek Lewis might have had him. Derek Lewis looked like he got a little mad there for a second. I thought he was going to take it, take it to him. I thought Ty was going down. But, I mean, we've seen Ty just kind of get wobbled and bounce back. But we've also seen the same from Derek Lewis. So, 
I was happy with whatever the outcome was going to be, but I wasn't thinking it was going to be Derek Lewis knocked out. I knew either somebody was getting knocked out early or it was going to be a boring-ass, long-ass fight. If it would have made it to the third round, goddamn, can you believe like how tired these two overweight men would have been? And I'm not saying they're not great athletes, but you can see that gut, y'all. You can see that gut. Another, speaking of gut, I mean, Jared Canyoneer, dude. How fucking cut was that man? Jesus Christ, man. And Derek Brunson looked good the first round and then looked stupid. Jared Canyoneer was piecing this man up. It was bad. And when he finally knocked him out, I was I felt relief for fucking Derek Brunson because the man was out on his feet for at least a solid 30 seconds. Like, at that point, I feel like you had to throw the towel in. Like, get this man the fuck out of there. Alexander Hernandez. This is a man that used to watch my Instagram stories because I would... Excuse me, I got the coffee burps. But Alexander Hernandez is the only UFC fighter I've ever had any form of contact with. And that shit's cool as hell, even though this man's 13 and 5 now. You dropped a couple since we used to be cool. Like, I think he only had one or two losses when he would, like, watch my story and, like, vote on my polls and shit. That shit was cool as fuck. Just knowing that some up-and-comer is watching my shit. And, I mean, he's on the main card. The man's fun to watch. He lost a cowboy, but cowboy's my boy. I knew that was going to happen. Come on, you don't talk shit to a veteran when you're on the come-up. Unless you're very confident, and I guess he was confident that night, but he got subbed by Moicano. Moiciano? I don't fucking know. Renato. Dude subbed him out with a rear naked choke, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, rear naked choke in the second round. And I mean... He was getting outstriked. I don't know. It was kind of dead even on the strikes. Moicano didn't throw as many. But they both kind of landed the same amount of strikes. So, I mean, it could have been a wash if Alexander would have made it to the fucking third round. Jesus Christ. Bobby Green, though. We talk about this man's jab game. Holy fuck. He made Nasrat look stupid. Stupid. For three whole rounds. Nasrat had no answers whatsoever. And he's got his guard up high, but with these fucking UFC gloves, you can't block like that. There has to be head movement involved. You can't just sit there and come forward and think that you're going to somehow block these jabs coming in. That dude's nose was probably fucking destroyed. Or his orbital, even. Or his fucking mouth. I don't know, but fuck how many fucking jabs this man took. Bobby Green landed 188 out of 355 total strikes. 152 of them were to the head. Imagine taking 152 strikes to your head and making it through the fight. Holy fuck, man. That's too much. But, I mean, moving forward, the only fight on the next card that I'm truly hyped to see it's got to be Bobby Green versus Islam. 
if Bobby Green can beat Islam, that push him way up the charts, in my opinion. Bobby Green's been around. The man's 29-12-1. Makachev's 21-1. He hasn't lost a fight in, I think, some years. When was the last time Makachev lost a fight? Let's see. You'd have to go back past 2019 all the way to 2015, and it was by KO. So if Bobby Green has a chance, Bobby, listen to me right now. Knock this man the fuck out. That is your only shot. That is your only hope. If it gets to decision, he's going to win. If he's on your back, he's going to win. Like, you have to fucking knock this man out. Please. And I like Islam. I want Islam to be the next champ. I want him to replace Khabib and just fucking ragdoll people all day, every day. But for some reason, it's not as impressive to me because he is 21-1. and one. He does have that one blemish. But, I mean, Izzy's got the one blemish, too. But it was against a guy above his weight class who pretty much wrestled him the whole fucking fight. So who knows? Who knows, man? Anything could happen. But the one fight I'm looking forward to the most, I think we all know. I think we all fucking know. Colby Covington, Jorge Masvidal. That's on March 5th. Y'all gotta check into that one. These guys used to be best friends. They used to be training partners, and now they fucking hate each other. Colby Covington's the minus 330 favorite. But Masvidal could come out there with some hate in his heart and knock this man the fuck out of the planet. I hope he does. Because I don't really like Covington. And the only person that's been able to really put any kind of knock on Covington has been Usman. He's lost to Usman twice. The only other person to beat him was some dude by submission in 2015. Since coming to the UFC, he's only lost to Usman. So, Masvidal, you got your hands full, bro. We also get to see RDA come back against Fiziev. That could be fucking interesting. Fiziev's only got one loss. He could put him out. I don't know. Bryce Mitchell versus Barbosa. That's a fucking hell of a fight. I want Thug Nasty to get it, though. I want Bryce Mitchell to win that. And I'd like to see Kevin Holland beat... Oliveira, but don't see that happening. Even though I'd like for it to happen, I don't see it happening. And Spivak, you better knock the fuck out of Greg Hardy, dude. I'm tired of this man talking shit. You got knocked out by Tai Tuivasa. You got knocked out bad by Tai Tuivasa. And you try to act like that shit didn't happen, bro. We all fucking saw it. Everybody and their mom saw that shit. And you got laid the fuck out. Nothing like Johnny Walker the other night. Holy fuck, this man left his body. Like, he gets hit with an overhand right from Hill, and he goes straight up and down. Like, this motherfucker went from hunched over to straight back to dying body. Like, he just, he goes straight up, like an electric shock hit his fucking spinal cord. And he just goes flat as a board and falls down. I'm surprised he didn't break his fucking neck. Because his head fell against the cage. And then fucking Hill came in with a fucking hand of God.
to knock him out even further before the ref could get to him. But, God damn. I had high hopes for Johnny Walker. I really liked Johnny Walker. And I feel like he does fight well. It's just, when he gets clipped, he gets fucking clipped, bro. Moving on. I don't know what else to talk about. I mean, I've that's my UFC, my football take for the year. Um, not for the year, but you know what I mean. Football's done. Like, what am I fucking supposed to do now? I have nothing to watch. I mean, I can read Cowboys updates all day, every day, but that don't. It's not the same. You know, it is not the same. Um. Shut your ass up. What are you doing over there? Hey. Get the fuck away from the painting. What are you doing? No. He thinks he can talk back. You hear this fucking cat? Get the fuck down. What are you doing? You want to come and be a part of the podcast and come on. We're going to sit down. All right. I got my cat in my lap. We ready to go. We back at it. Man, don't get up there. What is he doing? This fucking cat is obnoxious as shit, dude. But. Yeah. I uh, might be starting a podcast with my significant other pretty soon. That could be interesting. We'll see how it goes. I mean, she does pretty well whenever I have her on her own. Okay. Bud, you're rubbing on my face. Alright. This what we're doing? Huh? You gotta get down, bud. This cat's fucking obnoxious. Anything that gets attention over this cat, he is not fucking down for it. Not having it. Now I gotta move my mic around and shit. Where you at? Okay. Cool. He is making his way out of here. Slowly trying to open the door, and he doesn't know how. I'm going to let him out. Come on. Come on. That's what you wanted. Get your ass out of here. All right. We're back. Sorry. Ooh, I forgot I had coffee still. Motherfucker, in or out? In or out? But you ain't going to be coming in and out. Alright. Again. Um, ooh. That new Harry Potter video game's coming out soon. <coughs> Bless me. But that Hogwarts Legacy, man. That's what the fuck I'm trying to play. I want to become a fucking wizard. I love Universal Studios. Fucking... The Wizarding World or whatever the fuck. I always just call it Harry Potter World. And somebody corrected me one time and I wanted to fucking choke. Like, I love Harry Potter. Don't get it twisted. If there was a Harry Potter trivia night, I'm probably gonna take it. I'm going top three at least. Out of like 20 people. Maybe. Um... But Hogwarts Legacy, it's a video game, it's like a role-playing game, open world, you start out as just like this random wizard, you get to go through 
the fucking sorting hat process. You get to fucking learn good spells or bad spells. Decide what you want to be. Like a good wizard, bad wizard, fucking Death Eater or fucking Aura or whatever. Like, dude, I've been waiting for a game like this for fucking ever. Like, the Harry Potter games are cool. When I was little, they'd come out with a game every time they came out with a movie or whatever. But I don't want to play the game, like, the movie in terms of the game. Like, I want that open world experience. I want to be able to make my own character. I don't want to be Harry Potter. I don't want to be Hermione. I don't want to be Ron. Lame-ass boy. But... I don't know. I'm really looking forward to this game. It's been pushed back. It's supposed to come out sometime this year. They've even been rumors about it coming out in March. But we'll see. There's also that new fucking... What you call it? Fantastic Beast movie? The Dumbledore one? That's gonna be the shit? Like, come on. And speaking of movies, I still haven't seen the newest Spider-Man. And I'm so disappointed with my girlfriend right now. You would think you'd want to make your boyfriend happy, you know? You'd want to do whatever you could to make him happy. But she won't go see the movie with me, man. What is this? It's like, we don't need to see the movie. We spent too much money at the movie theater. Let's go during the day. I don't care. I'm going to wake up on my off day this week, Thursday. Book it. Your boy is going to see Spider-Man by himself. Because I don't care anymore, man. I, I'm missing out on good shit. And it's not to say that me and Heather are so different we can't be together. That's bullshit. I believe that it makes it a, a relationship interesting if you're not so much alike. Sip of my coffee, sorry. But does it not? Is it not interesting when everything you do or want to do, it's new to somebody else? That's what I think is cool about me and Heather's relationship is we're not the same person. We do have disputes. We have different opinions on things. It's another reason why I think we'd be good at a podcast together. We're kind of the yin and yang of each other. Like, together we're one whole functioning person. Emotionally and physically. <laughs> I'm about to throw this cat the fuck out of here, bro. Why are you getting into shit? You see me trying to fucking record a podcast? I'm gonna beat your ass. I wish I could, but you can only, like, spray your cat with water or something. Like, they're spiteful. If I beat his ass, he gonna remember that shit forever. I think they can hold grudges and shit. I'm pretty sure. And I don't feel like dealing with a cat that is intentionally trying to be an asshole. Because they're already assholes without even fucking trying. Imagine if they cranked it up a notch. If they had it out for you. Like, that cat would be a fucking terrorist if I got, got him pissed off enough. Back to what I was saying, though. I'm going to see fucking Spider-Man by myself. I don't care. I'm tired, man. Shit.
And she can go see whatever she wants. I don't fucking care. I want to go see that Death on, a Nile, on the Nile or whatever that fucking movie is, too. That whodunit ass bullshit. I love shit like that. Because your boy can usually figure out who done it before anybody else. And then I ruin the movie for everybody. Because I feel like some guys, if not, I don't know, some people, I don't want to say just guys, but like we understand like the ins and outs, like the patterns in movies. You know what I mean? Every now and then you get a movie doesn't go with the pattern. And I love movies like that. Because I can't predict the shit. Quit making these fucking cookie cutter ass movies. Where it's like... Fucking protagonist, antagonist, whatever. Meets love interest. Fucking love interest helps him conquer his fucking bullshit. They're all happy at the end. Blah, 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 blah. And I guess that's all well and good. Like, for people that don't pay attention to that kind of shit, but if you're, like, paying attention to the concept of these movies, they're almost always the same. You know who's gonna win, you know who's gonna fucking come out on top, you know who's gonna be happy ever after. It's fucking stupid. You know who the bad guy is half the time. What was that one show somebody was telling me to watch? Columbo. Columbo did it right, man. And I'm gonna say this because it's it needs to be said. Columbo, the way they do it, I don't know if any other show does this since Columbo, but they show you who the fucking bad guy is. Off top. Like, the first fucking minute of the episode is you seeing who done it. Now, the rest of the episode is Columbo's goofy ass trying to figure out how to prove that that person did it. Or find out who did it in general. And the whole time, you as the audience know, but you're watching the process of him figuring it out, you know? Like, that shit's different, dude. We need more shit like this. I don't think there's ever been a remake of Columbo, but maybe they should. Fucking put, uh... Let's see. I'm gonna look up Columbo, and I wanna see if I can think of anybody to play this man. Oh, yeah. Shit. Give me, uh, give me Al Pacino as Columbo. <laughs> I don't know if it would be as goofy, but shit. I've seen Al Pacino be in some goofy-ass movies. He could do it. And make it more interesting if you had somebody like Al Pacino as Columbo. Even if you did, like, a movie or something. I don't fucking care, dude. But yeah, I'm going to see fucking Spider-Man by myself. <laughs> All that to say that. Yeah. And the NBA 75-year anniversary team came out. ESPN decided to rank this list of players. And where do they have Michael Jordan? The GOAT. The original number 23. You know he's at number one. I ain't even got to tell you this. LeBron's at number two. Has he earned it? Maybe. I don't know. Kobe's at number ten. What? 
I know, like, everybody thinks, oh, sorry, I don't mean to sniffle on a podcast, but oh, like, Kobe died, that's the only reason everybody thinks he's better than he was. No, that motherfucker was the shit. The Mamba mentality is something very fucking real, people. If you ain't got it, you need to get it. Like, read his books, study him. Like, this man knew what he wanted and he went and got the shit. And he held everybody else accountable that was in his life so that he could reach his goals. And then he took care of everybody that take, took care of him. Like, that's a true legend. And he will be sorely missed. Um, I'm not going to get much into that list because I don't really care for, like, ranking all-time players it just ends up pissing me off like they got Giannis on there above like some fucking legends and I just can't I can't dude the man's got one ring one MVP and y'all want to act like this man is fucking the cream of the crop oh he's just a freak athlete that happened to get a championship man do it like three more times and I'll be impressed You'll earn your spot on that list to me. But, I mean, whatever, dude. Um, I don't have much to talk about now that I've already expelled all my sports bullshit. Um, oh, yeah. I haven't talked much about jiu-jitsu. I've been doing that lately. Not as much as I probably should, but I've been doing it. Your boy got a white belt. I'm trying to get that stripe by the end of the year, y'all. I gotta take like 40 fucking classes just to get this stripe. And who's to say I'm not on the level of people that already got stripes? Because I'm tapping them out. I've only taken a few classes. I got an arm triangle on one person. That was the first submission I ever did on this little Asian woman. God bless her. And my cat is fucking climbing up the goddamn window. What are you doing? Get your ass the fuck out of here. You are acting a damn fool. Climbing up the damn blinds. Get the fuck out. God damn. The fuck is going on? I'm in a fucking zoo, dude. But yeah. First person I ever choke out is this little Asian woman. She's maybe my age, maybe a little bit older. I couldn't tell. Fucking Asians, right? <laughs> Not racist. Y'all just have some fucking excellent, excellent genes when it comes to, like, being able to tell what age you are. Same with black people. I can't, like, I wish I was one of those races just because. Like, at least I wouldn't age. Not as much as I'm aging now. I got gray hairs and wrinkles in this motherfucker. Not like everywhere, but you know what I mean. I got like three to six gray hairs in my beard, my chest, my head. And I'll be plucking them. I don't give a shit. I don't give two shits. But back to the Asian woman. I choked her out with an arm triangle. And I didn't even know what the fuck I was doing. Honestly, like... I had passed guard, I got into half guard, and then I started thinking about UFC 4 and how my favorite submission to do in there, it's the easiest one to lock up, nobody can ever get out of it, the fucking arm triangle, dude. 
So I said, fuck it, I'm going to give it a shot and wrap my arms around her neck. Like, my right arm goes, like, over her shoulder. Left arm goes under. And we kind of pin that arm up in the air that you're choking. Like, you're choking her neck with her arm kind of up. I don't know how to describe this because obviously I've only been doing jujitsu for so long. Um, I get it in the arm triangle. I know I'm supposed to go into side control and try to put pressure onto her neck so that I can get the tap. So I start to do that and then I just kind of whispered in her like, I don't know what to do from here. And she was like, oh, you got a good choke. You can probably just squeeze real hard. And I was like, all right. And then I squeezed, and she tapped, and I felt cool. Not so cool because it was a woman, but that was my first choke ever. I'm going to remember the, I'm gonna remember that for the rest of my fucking life, you know? And then the next person I roll with is a massive man. He's like 6'2", six, 6'3", six, at least 200 pounds, probably more. I don't want to give him too much weight because I'm like, I know y'all just think I'm bragging or whatever, but like he did choke, he he tapped me out first. I'll say that. He got on top, he used his pressure. I'm pretty sure this man was a cop or a firefighter or something along those lines. I don't quite remember. I know he was in some line of public safety or whatever. Um, but he got on top, he used his top pressure. He was in, like, half guard, I'm pretty sure, and he got a Kimura on me. I fought as long as I could, but he just would not give up that fucking Kimura, so I just let him have it. I mean, I probably had no choice. Uh, I don't know how to fucking get out of a Kimura. I mean, I can try, but I'm probably going to hurt myself, you know? <laughs> but second time, we get back down, he gets on top of me again. I'm like, ah, here we go, big motherfucker. But he has his arm kind of posted right beside my head. So I grabbed his fucking wrist. I tucked my arm, my head under his arm. And I looped that fucking leg around. I got his back. He was bucking like a fucking bronco. But your boy stayed on. I put that seatbelt grip in. Y'all know what that is. But it's just like it sounds. Your hand looks like a seatbelt. You make a fist. Can't, can't unlock it. Stuck. But then, uh... I slipped the rear naked choke on him. Matt, that one felt better than the first one. That one felt way better than the first one. It was great. And now I'm like half dead. And then I'm going to roll with this other kid who's a fucking spaz. And uh, I try not to be a spaz. That's one thing in the white belt community we get looked down on for is not having enough knowledge. And so we end up spazzing out and hurting people and shit. I'm not much of a spaz. I'm pretty explosive. I'm pretty squirrely, but I know when I'm got. I know when I've gotten caught. I know when to tap. I'm not just gonna sit here and be a fucking dick about it. Um, but this kid was just exploding, 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 fucking trying so hard, kicking, bucking, and uh, finally, I think he got me. No, I got him first. He got on top of me. I put him in full guard. He's in my guard, he's trying to pass, and I just fucking put him in a guillotine. I was like, fuck this. I ain't, like, he had his head down, it was close, and I just locked in the guillotine. I didn't even squeeze that hard, and he tapped. 
That's how I know he wasn't really trying. Or he just realized that I caught his ass really fast. And then the next time out, he forearm choked me like a little bitch. Forearm chokes are fucked up, dude. They just put all their weight onto their forearm that is sitting on your trachea. Like, that shit hurts a little bit. But it's all good, man. It's all good. Daddy made it. Daddy threw up in his car afterwards. Driving down the street. And you know when you, you've exhausted so much fucking energy and that sweat's just pouring out of you and you're fucking... You look like a damn steam bun coming out of the fucking basket. And my girl calls me and she's talking about... Oh, I got this food, I got this idea for dinner tonight, pasta, blah, 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 cheese sauce, da, 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 chicken, blah, blah, blah. and I'm like, babe, I gotta get off the phone, I gotta get off the phone, I'm gonna throw up right now, and she's like, okay, I love you, get off the phone, fucking roll down the window, I'm on a two-lane highway, and there's no, there's no fucking shoulder to get, pull over onto, so daddy's going 40, Rolls the window down and just... Like, I'm talking three, four projectile vomits. Like, breakfast burrito everywhere. It's all on my pants. It got in my fucking... Like, all on my fucking door. It's on the outside and the inside. It's in my floorboard. And, uh, yeah... I had to rush home because I had to work at 1 o'clock. Class let out at like 12.05. Rush home. Fucking tired. Take a shower. Drink some water. Put my clothes in the washer. And called it a day. Made it to work on time somehow. Fucking wild, dude. But, yeah. Threw up like a little bitch all over myself. And, uh, I'll leave you guys with that. I have really nothing else to say. That's 45 minutes worth of solid conversation from your boy. And I ain't gonna badmouth TJ and Matt this time around. I mean, everybody's got shit going on. I get it, I get it. I didn't really even ask them if they wanted to record the podcast, honestly. Like, I'm going solo in this motherfucker. If you don't hit me up, like, listen. Here's how the podcast works. Daddy... It's got all the equipment. Daddy does the editing. Daddy does the posting. I do everything, man. Everything. And do these fuckers even ask me, Hey, you want to record this week? No! They never do. Ever. So guess what? Until y'all feel like coming through or hitting the motherfucker up, I'm going solo. It's Mike Lee Whispers. Fuck off. But, uh, I'll leave y'all with some words of wisdom, a little nougat. Just keep it pushing. Keep your head up. Shit ain't as bad as you think it is. You know what I mean? I'm tired of these negative views. Let's keep it pause. Let's keep it positive. Like your COVID test the other day. Like, just stay up for the love of God. Your favorite low budget podcast. Hit us up. 
gmail.com. Manlywhispers at gmail.com. Manlywhisperspod. Shit, I don't even fucking know, bro. Manlywhisperspod at gmail.com. Find us on Instagram. Manly Whispers Podcast or what the fuck ever. You can find it if you type in Manly Whispers. I guarantee it. But uh, find us. Shout us out. Give us a fucking email so I can read it off during this fucking shit. Let us know how it's going. Let us, Give us a story. And I'm going to try to have some guests on here pretty soon. Um, yeah. We'll, we'll get it cracking. I love you guys. Y'all take it easy. This has been Manly Whispers, your favorite low-budget podcast.